At State Farm, we're committed to uplifting Black futures. In collaboration with organizations like 100 Black Men and National Urban League, State Farm provides high school students with the opportunity to learn and apply best practice strategies for saving and investing, all while offering academic support, life skills, and exposure to college access programs to prepare these students for life after high school. Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Welcome to Wow Black, a seriously opinionated podcast, bringing you the real and raw on anything happening while black. If black culture's there, we're there. If you're pissed or empowered, then let's talk about it. Ride with us on this all black everything. And everybody, welcome back to Wild Black. Before we get started, just wanted to let you know that today's session was recorded at DRS Studios. You can hit them at drsatl.com. We're glad to have you with us as always. And today we got an amazing episode for you. I say it all the time. I mean it every time. Today's a little bit different. Uh, Art is out. He had a death in the family. So we're going to send some support his way. Send some prayers up for him. Let's pray for his mind, his spirit, his body, and his whole family. And he'll be back to us soon. But in his spot today, we got somebody just as dope. So get ready for a new voice. We're bringing Lynn to the stage with us today. We got Elle Woods with us. She has done a whole bunch of stuff. We talked about it earlier. I was going to try to run through her bio, but I'm going to pass it to her, surprise, and let her tell you a little bit about herself. Hit them with it, Lynn. Wow. Surprise. (laughs) Hi, everyone. Um, So really quickly, music background. Um, I'm a househead, so come from dance music. I, uh, okay, yeah, and uh, entertainment. Has, Chicago, where you at? Well, you know, I always have a fight with Chicago people because <laughs> I'm like, New Jersey, New Jersey laid it down for house too, New okay. Jersey, New York. But New anyway, Jersey, I didn't know. Hello, yeah, New Jersey. Well, What's we good? won't even go into that. And then I'll just say, real quick, my life has been the Essence Festival for probably the last 10 years. So, hectic life, hectic life, production, behind the scenes. Um, I like connecting the dots. Yeah. Yeah. For anybody who's been to Essence, you know how crazy it is from the moment you get there to the moment you leave. So just think for a second what planning that monster's got to be like. Yeah, I'm in New Orleans like two weeks prior to everyone else get there. Yeah. I know. And, and, and Essence is, if you haven't been, you gotta go. what you're doing with your life, <laughs> you got to get better. You got to get better. But the business is handled. We ain't going to go through the normal social media. You know, hit us up on wild underscore black on IG. I kind of went through the social media anyway. Everything else is on our episode description. Find us, hit us up. For those of you all who are new, catching us in season two, Wild Black does one real thing. We bring you credible information from industry experts and people with real life experience that can make you better every day. That's all we're here for. That's the only reason we exist. And today is no different. So on to today. What are we talking about? Today, we're talking gospel music. We're talking its role in our society, the impact that it has on you, the role it plays in your life. And just like always, we've got another amazing guest for you. In this case, guests. So I want to welcome to Wild Black, Half Mile Home. 
Hey, what's yeah, up, man? Hey, how are you? Hey, man, God is good, man. All the time. Yeah, and but don't go too far now because I got to get through my my warm up. <laughs> oh, you about to already spoil it. They, they came in Jesus, ready. <laughs> Lord Jesus. <laughs> I want to tell y'all a little bit about Half Mile Home. They launched into the world of gospel in 2004 with their first studio album, The Movement. Their second, Changed My Life in 2010, and their third. Church Music and Inspiration in 2013, peaking at number nine on the Billboard Top Gospel Charts. The latest Don't Judge Me released at number 11 on the Billboard Top Gospel Charts, and the group also has two top Billboard radio singles. So we're bringing somebody who is not playing with the game. They've been here for a minute, and you're going to learn a little bit about them today. So I want to welcome to the show Buttons, Terrence Buttons. Hey, hey. That's what's happening. Daryl Deacon. How you doing? And Mr. Todd Burton. You. Yeah. So I want to turn the mic over to you all, give you a couple minutes. Talk to the people. Tell them a little bit about you. Tell them who you are. Hey, I'm Todd Burton. Again, um, I am a uh, producer, sometimes a lead singer when they let me sing. <laughs> when they let me, you know. Um, Can't nobody sing like Eddie Kane. <laughs> you're right. That's all right. You, you know what? You're right, and that's why they let me sing sometimes. <laughs> because you know, you know, I can't sing like them. So they, you know, they give me a little part. And now and then, <laughs> let me get on the mic. You know, but um, yeah, I am the producer, and uh, um, I write sometimes. Like I said, I lead sing sometimes. I also um, help run the label, Church Boy Music, the label behind the uh, Half Mile Home, and so. That's what I do, man. And and we just a group of guys, man, just trying to put some uh, positive, inspirational music out in the atmosphere. Something that people can listen to and feel the substance in it. And when they lay down and they that, that, those melodies can go through their head and they can feel good about going to sleep because I heard something good, you know what I mean? Versus... Uh, Everything else is going on in the world of today, you know, the well, shooting, the killing, the, this and that, this and that, this and that. And so I just know that uh, God has a mission for half my own home. We got to, there, he gave us a purpose, you know, and, and our purpose is to reach the young, the middle age, and the old. You know, um, yeah, so I, I, I just feel totally grateful for everything that God does for us. That's beautiful. Deacon, you got anything, sir? Well, how you doing? Uh, I'm Deacon. Uh... I'm one of the lead singers in Half My Home and one of the faithful members. You know, I just uh I just enjoy doing what I do. I'm just I'm blessed to be in this situation, you know. Right. I enjoy I enjoy we enjoy performing, number yeah. one, you know. But uh the main thing is we we enjoy sending a positive message as black men, you know. Right. We on a perfect show today, you know what I mean? Because we love our people. That's it. You know what I mean? We're yeah, here for we, you people. We're we here love, for you. We love being black. I love being black. I'm a <laughs> See my shirt, you know what I mean? Man, I'm just thinking all my little shine. You already <laughs> talking about he loving being black. I mean, hey, you <laughs> know, got to the good question. I'm just telling you a little bit about me, you know. But I'm just brought y'all in this joint prepared. You're right, you right on it. You, you but, got uh, the right guy for that, man. He loves. Oh my goodness, man. I yeah, love being people, black, man. man. You know. I, I mean, like we are, I'm, like I said, I love being a role model. Right. It's not always easy, but you gotta you gotta keep yourself straight. That's you why know, we need some blacksmiths out here. Right. Yeah. You're right about that, you know. Uh we look at our uh, athletes, you know, entertainers like secular entertainers, you know, right. and we're in the gospel field, you know, but the people, they receive us and they, they receive the message, you know, because they see that we're trying to do something good and we just try to be positive and uplift our people. That's love. Basically, he wanted them dudes. Right on! 
long, brother. All day long. All day. <laughs> like I tell everybody, if Good my gracious. hair still grew up top, I had a fro. Right. But the hair gave up. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have a fro. <laughs> Buttons, brother, what's hey, good? But you're working, man. Yeah, I'm just happy. Thank happy you. to be here. Happy to be in the house today. Happy to be alive, man. So glad I'm on top of the grounds and not under the grounds. Mm -hmm. so, so, so a lot of people didn't wake up today. Oh, man. Listen, I thank God for it, man. Right. I'm just happy to be here, man. Uh, you know, uh, I, I wish I had I wish I had something to tell you, but something else to say. But I'm just thankful. I'm thankful to be here, man. God is Brother, so good. Brother, the sound to me. of your voice means there's a blessing that happens. So you're oh, good. Oh man, here. man, so I'm good. happy. Just happy, excited, man. All right, cool. Well, listeners, you know what's next. You know what's coming. Uh huh. We're being respectful today, so we're gonna <laughs> gonna bring the cursing down just yeah. a little bit. Right. Uh, we got our wild black isht going yeah. on. Yeah, bring it. And our listeners know that's our moment to get to know you. Yeah. And have a little fun. Cool. And typically, we bring people in who are not necessarily comfortable in front of the mic. We know that's not the case today, but we still going to have some fun with it. <laughs> Let's do it. And, and, you, and you know, you've seen people, they get on the mic. The moment they do, they clam up. Yeah. This opens them up, relaxes them, and we have some fun. Y'all ready? Yeah, I'm ready, All man. Right, Come cool. on, man. Let's do it. All right, the first one. A couple questions for you, right? Yeah. This one's going to be fill in the blank as I go. Okay. Okay? It's fun. It's easy. It's a quiz. <laughs> First, giving blank honor to God, who is the head of my life. I like to say I'm glad to be in the house, house of the Lord one more time. Because he brought me from a mighty, mighty long way. There you go. He said it with passion. A mighty long way. I could have been dead sleeping in my grave. grave. But God is Good. All the time. And all the time. God is good. good. Amen. Mm -hmm. Amen. We're going to pass the collection plate around. <laughs> yes, Lord. <laughs> and as we all know that the church got more ones than strip clubs. So we're going to just keep doing it like we do it. <laughs> you know. Who was the pastor? Um, was that John Gray? There you go. Wow. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. We, we already this, here. This uh, ping pong going on is yeah. really good. So, yeah. listeners, what we're talking about is John Gray flipped the script. He had his people, his congregation, reach into the collection plate and take out what they needed. I thought that was beautiful. Man, man. you know what, man? Listen, I posted on Facebook, and I posted. I said, what if this happened every Saturday in every church in every city in every state, you know, what would happen if, he, right. if everybody did that, you know? That's that's direct uplift. You can benefit the people directly and spiritually at the same time. Right. Yeah. Somebody somebody said it would end homelessness in two years. Man, wouldn't that be something? Crazy, man. And the resources we have at our fingertips, if we unified, found that power, we could change the world, literally. Yeah. We'll get there. Man, that's something else, man. I, How much money is in there every Sunday in the blood? Well, you, I, you know. And the building fund. <laughs> that ain't, you know, that's been going on my whole right, life, you right. know. Yeah, that I mean, I, that's, that's something, I don't though, know, man. man. You know, I mean, I'm devil's advocate, man. I, honestly, you know, I think that, uh, I don't know, man. That's a good that's a good thing to do in a certain setting, and especially when you know, I, you got to know your members, man. Right, and, and it's got to be controlled. He know otherwise. his members. He right. know his members. He know who, because let me tell you something, man. You come to Akron and do that? Oh, yeah, man. It's some people who definitely going to take some. Man, I got to go get me some smoke. I ain't got to show up no, church. Yeah, I ain't got right. me no smoke. Right. ain't got nothing to drink. Man, I'm about to go get me some. Listen, I ain't got to stand on the corner and ask for it. I can go to the church and grab it off the plate. Right. 
So I, I can get a word and a dollar. Yeah, <laughs> man. So you know, I'm just I'm being you. honest. I'm just yeah. being honest. Yeah. I, I, I think that that has to be a great balance, and and God led him to John Gray to do that. So he knows he knows congregation. Right. right. You know the people before him, man. You gotta know your flock, man. They talk about that. You gotta know your flock, man. And like you said, it's definitely it's, it's not something you can do every single Sunday. Right. right? You yeah. gotta be strategic. You gotta listen to when you've been directed to do that kind of thing. And I'm, yeah. I'm with it. And you plus, need to tie your ten percent off plus, of it, right. off of what you take. Plus, <laughs> like, we, we need meat in my in my house. We need it. Right. Amen. The storehouse can't stay awake. I mean, know, I, I, you know, uh, I, a lot of people they felt. It might have been disingenuous, you know. They thought right. it might have been a photo op, you know. But it would have been better. It would have been received better had it, you know, not hit social media. But you almost can't. You can't control. You can't right avoid. You can't, control. you can't avoid social media. Whatever you do is gonna end up on social media. Right. But I mean, I just hope. I hope he keep. I mean, he, he keep doing it, or he just take care of his people, you know. Especially if the people sow a seed into that ministry, you right. know what I mean? Because I know people my whole life. Right. Been sowing seeds and they've been struggling, you yeah. know, which you're going to struggle in life anyway sometimes. But I mean, if you if you really serious about it, you know, make sure your people got what they need. They got the resources because. Right. But the is past- that like teaching them to fish or are you just giving them fish? Well, well, I, so, I, I so hear what you're saying. I, like, I, I hear what I, you're I saying. Right. right. Yeah, right. Yeah, but you I'm coming at, with you. I hear like, what you're saying. Like, you know what? I think that's why. And this is going off on a whole nother tangent, but I really Yo, this, feel it's like beautiful. I'm already loving it. That's probably one of my you issues with already. the church is that mm. they don't ever really teach people how to right. get ahead. It's really I'm gonna give you this message, oh but it's like God. I need all these other tools <laughs> too. Like you know what? We just spoke about that in our last interview, and we told them that the key. We said it. Listen, what people don't understand the key. To your blessing is giving. Mm. Listen, you can't have three hundred dollars in your pocket and go to church, put five dollars in, walk out. Lord, bless that five dollars. God know your heart; He know you have more. That's right. right. You can cheat the pastor. You can cheat the congregation. You can't. Cheat God. You can't God know, right. dude. You got three hundred dollars <laughs> in your pocket. God gave you it to in. you. He knows what you got. Yeah, you but what I'm also five. saying is, I need that pastor or the leaders of the church to teach the people how About to giving, giving, and how to achieve and get more. Though, mm. like we come to, you're like, not gonna you, get more. It's no, one key to get more. But wait a minute. But I'm like, you go to school. You go. You go to education, right? right? To advance. Right. How come we're not advancing also in church? Right. Like, we need, you still need someone to teach and lead the people exactly. and you know what? as well. They don't even, we don't look at our teachers as leaders, but we look at the, the uh, religious leaders as leaders, you right. know? And it ain't fair if they're not giving you no life lessons other than coming to church, you right. know? And exactly. I, I, I see exactly all. what you're saying, yeah. you know? I, 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 think the, I think the big point there is, I think the challenge is as a black nation, as a society of black people, I think we have to reflect and remember that we're a tribe of people, right? And, mm-hmm. yep, the, the church should be teaching us to fish. They should be giving us fish. But at the same time, we should walk into the church with the expectation that we use the, ch- the church as a tool to give to others, right? We right. all yes. need to be giving because right. the more we give and the more they give, the better we all are. So yeah. I, I think right. it's a community. That's something, you, that's something you speak about all the time. That's something he speak about all the time about the black churches being a beacon, and it starts with the churches. Absolutely. Yeah. You go, you go back, you know, to the 60s. You go back to the civil rights. The church was central. It was a point of communication. It was a point of it was every, It was the beacon. It was it, everything. It yeah. was it was where mm. we started. And we've, we've drifted from that. And while we've drifted, 
I think part of the church has drifted. I, I just th- sat through a great service the other day, and it was on woman, it was on Women's Day, and the and the the woman speaking was talking about the fact that you wonder why millennials walk into the church and then walk out. Mm-hmm. It's because mm-hmm. you forgot to invite them, you forgot to embrace them, you forgot to show them that you care about them. We've gotten to such this place where I think a lot of us have gotten to a point where we found some level of success and we focused on ourselves and our family. And when you do that, your family rises, but they only rise so far. But That's if right. your community falls while you rise, yeah. you're not bettering anyone. You're, you're just, you're, you're creating that cycle. Yeah. But man, we got this right, conversation. Exactly. We got we to we get to the music. <laughs> we got to so, get to why we My here. second question, <laughs> and I want to hurry and get to the third. This one's a real fun one now. Luther Vandross or Teddy Pendergrass? Big Luther, little Luther. Really? (laughs) (laughs) Big Luther. I'm going with Luther, man. I'm going with Luther. I I, got to go with Luther, but man, I'll tell you what, man. um, Teddy, man, he has some songs, man. He has some songs, man, but you know, but Teddy Pendergrass, man, I don't know, man. You get in trouble behind. He got some feeling what he's saying. Mm -hmm. Teddy? I, I study Teddy. Oh, yeah. I study. I study all live performance. Um, mm-hmm. um, but if I was, if I was to get something out of anybody's live performance, out of those two, I would probably get more out of Teddy. Because Teddy, because Teddy, can, Luther can he'll jazz you. He had a big smile. Um, he smiled even when he talked about his daddy. Dance with my daddy again. Mm-hmm. I mean, he smiled about that. I didn't, you know. Um, so he smiled and he just, just he just did one of these. <clears throat> but Luther was able to look at somebody. He'll find somebody in the crowd and sing sing to that one person. And everybody lived that song through that one person. He was able to grab That's you powerful. right there. That is powerful. And, That's powerful. And boom. And you you watch that communication between him and that person that he know nothing about. And you was you were sucked in right there. And and that's what I learned by Teddy. He was he just had that. And you know, every now and then he'll smile them big teeth. But then when he wanted to get that message down, he he finds somebody in the audience and talk to him. So I, I'm I'm gonna give it to Teddy all day, man. He he okay. really knew how to really display and get that song across mm-hmm. and get it to your heart. Where Luther was more of a ooh, just more of a um dance and you know, just happy feeling, you know, yeah, yeah. like that. Um yeah, the yeah, connection. I think you swayed me on I that think one. So too. I, I was Luther, but I, Hey man, well, you know, like that, that's totally what I'm. That's totally what I'm feeling because just Teddy's songs, period. You know, yeah. I mean, I studied like I studied like performance. I'm telling you, two of the people that uh that I really you know study a lot um because your facial your your stage presence is very important. It's how you communicate your song because people the beat could be great, um, but a lot of people walk away from it until you connect with them. Um, and that's that's uh, Teddy Pendergrass and. Uh, Al Green, you know, um, he just mm. knew how to break it down, you know, with his facial expressions. Yes, you know, indeed. I mean, he'll just went cock. I remember when, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I mean, it just, I mean, it, it don't take all of that, you know, you know, it just don't take all of that. You know what I mean, in the build up, for well, he can sing too, though. Boy. He can Good sing, gracious, but, man. but 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 I like Al Green, yes, Lord. But but, but what, what I liked about these two yeah. singers is that. He, although both of them can sing equally as talented, they didn't use their vocal talents to get their message across. Right. They kept it simple so you know exactly what they were saying. And then for those who was looking for that voice, I'll give it to you towards the end when I'm about to go home. See, and that's how you, you that's really how you studied. It. Like, yeah. I, I'm going to have to go and look yeah. at some footage yeah. now. Yeah, trying they, to give tell you. Right. they give it to you at the end when they're about to go home, just so you'll have something to talk about on the ride home. Something to bring you, you back baby? next time. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, that's how it was. Wow. So, yeah. That's real talk. Yeah, man. All right. Oh, so the last question. This is the staple question for Wild Black. And Deacon, I'm gonna come directly to you for this one. What do you love most about life, Wild Black? Man, oh man. He set up for this one, fella. Yeah, this is him. <laughs> We're the strongest people. We are the salt of the earth, you know. We are the most creative. There ain't nothing we didn't create. And I, like you said, we are tribal people. I just love being a part of that, knowing who I am, knowing who we came from, knowing what we go through, mm. and knowing what the end result will be, you mm. know, which is freedom. You know what I mean? Right. Complete freedom. All right, cool. So we're going we're gonna to move into our dope quote. And, and our dope quote is the basis for the like entire that. episode. That's it. Everything stems from this. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to read it. When you sing gospel, you have a feeling that there's a cure for what's wrong. By Miss Mahalia Jackson. I'm going to read it one more time. <laughs> when you sing you. gospel, you have a feeling there is a cure for what's wrong. Mm -mm -mm. Yeah. So, Buttons, I heard your reaction to that. What comes to your mind when you hear that quote? Man, I believe that quote is so true um, for one who would listen to a gospel song or a song that that will encourage you to keep hanging on mm. for somebody who's about to end their life and say, God, I'm going to give you one more chance, mm. you know, to wake up on Sunday morning and say, Lord, Jesus, last week was just so tough. I don't even think I'm going to make it again. I, 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 in fact, I know I can't make it. The bills are too much. I ain't got enough money. The kids crying. I don't know where their dad is at. And then I get to church and I hear a song that just bless my heart. And, and God speaks through the song and says, um, it's going to be all right. You know, um, it's turning around for me. It, it, you know, there's a song that says, uh, it, it, it won't always be like this. Right. Sean Mitchell, um, he sings a song and say, it won't always be like this. Um, the Lord will perfect what's concerning me. And sooner or later, um, sooner or later, it'll turn in my favor. It's turning around for me. Listen, um, that was me know. singing, by the way. That was, <laughs> that was me. That was so, Vince. So, so I'm hoping... I like it because I know I've watched it happen Sunday after Sunday. Um, because I asked God before I go to church, I said, Lord, tell me what to say. Tell me what to sing. Lest I go, it, it, would, it would be so pointless for me to go there this Sunday if you don't tell me what to say and I, and, and I don't do it. Um, somebody need to hear this. Right. And so, man, I'm, I'm, I'm going with a purpose. Just like I live my day, I, I, I approach the pulpit with a purpose. My purpose is to be there for that one. Who, who's looking for a cure mm. and may not get it from what the preacher's saying, may not get it from that mean usher that told you, you can't come into church right now. Song permeates um, you know people the way words right. can sometimes. And sometimes that's all they can get it from a song. Yeah. It could be the simplest song. It could be at the end. Maybe God told me to say something um, on the ad lib and I'm listening to him at all times. I'm like this. I'm moving. Always in go position. You know, I'm ready. And so, so I love that quote. In fact, I'm gonna look it up and I'm gonna buy a T-shirt. I'm gonna I'm gonna put it somewhere on my wall because I need I need that quote in my life. I'll, send, I'll make sure you I'll send it to you. Thank you, thank you. One thing I love that you said, and I've, I've never thought about it this way. For me, when I think about if if I turn Sunday morning into sport, uh -huh. the main event is showing up at church. Yeah, but <laughs> if you think about how an athlete works, an athlete has their day, they eat right that day, there may be some stretching, maybe some mental exercise, and it happens before they hit the court. Yeah. But I think so many of us, myself included, wake up on game day and don't do anything until we hit the court, until we show up at the church. Right. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned just then something that I think is dope. It was, you talked about pre-work 
yeah. before you get to the church. Expand yeah. on that just a little bit. Let these people man, understand man, how I'm to get their you, mind ready. Well, 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 first, I wake up in the morning, and every day I wake up, I'm asking God, um, show me my purpose for this mm-hmm. day. Um, I just don't believe God gives us days just a waste. I don't believe he woke me up on Otherwise Tuesday. Otherwise, they would not be numbered. Yeah, yeah. I just don't believe he did mm-hmm. that. So every day must be, per- it has to have a purpose. So on Sunday morning, I wake up, I generally wake up, um, and I pray. Uh, before I, when I put my feet down on my ground on the side of the bed, well, uh, let me, let me, let me, let me really work on this area for you. I'm 46 now. I used to just jump out the bed. <laughs> I used to jump out the we bed. We take our time now. Go, uh-uh. I, first of all, I just get on the side <laughs> and I say, Lord Jesus. Then I put one foot down and I say, Lord Jesus. Then I put the other foot down and I really say, Lord Jesus, because them heels are starting to hurt. And um, that I don't move like I used to jump up now. I said, oh, it's a process. I may even have to grab a leg to put it over on the other side. But I thank God for being able to grab my legs. Some folk ain't got legs. And so I want to thank God for these legs I'm grabbing. And so I thank God for everything and I pray and I and I ask for guidance. I ask, Lord Jesus, give me the purpose. I don't know who's going to be there, but I know you're going to be there. And so it, it, as long as I'm obedient, because being obedient, man, is better than any sacrifice you can ever give. Mm-hmm. Um, God is so good to me in my life. Um, I, I, I live a blessed life. I tell people all the time, I, I love God so much. I'm so happy I get to be me again tomorrow. That's beautiful. I'm so happy I get to be me again tomorrow. I tell people that my relationship with God is like my dining room table. And it doesn't sound right until I explain it. (laughs) I love it, though. In my house, house, I rarely check the mail, right? Uh My wife checks the mail or my son checks the mail. Yeah. And what they do with it is we we ain't always organized. They come in and it gets tossed on the dining room table. Table. Right. And it it may sit there. We may eat dinner there. We may not. Mm -hmm. But... What I do is I come behind them and I go to the table and I sit down and I look at the mail and I see what people have to say to me. And then whether it's paying a bill or responding, I respond. Mm-hmm. And, and that's how my relationship with God is. I wake up in the morning or I go to bed at night or in the middle of the day, I clear my mind and I go to our table. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and God's yeah. always got mail for me. Right. He's always got <laughs> oh, yeah. a message. Always and got I can a take meal. my time. I can open it. I can read it. Sometimes it's something I've done wrong. Sometimes it's something I've done right. Sometimes it's something I've yet to do. Some, sometimes it's something I need to do. That's right. And I can respond. I don't necessarily hear him because I'm opening the mail. Right. And I'm sitting my back to him. But, but that's what my relationship was. It's, I it's, like it's that. A, you it's better a watch him. I'm going to use that. <laughs> What's your church address? <laughs> Bishop. If you, ever hear that, if you ever see me say that on YouTube, don't, don't put the comments. That was right. mine. Copyright it real quick. Don't have yeah. at it, brother. If yeah. you can touch and help, let's go touch and help. Yeah, yeah. I like that. That's really nice, man. All right, we're, we're going to move into our civil rights, civil wrongs. So, I'm going to read a little bit. This is some information, and then I have a question I want to pose at the end. So bear with me for just a moment. This comes from the Library of Congress, uh, specifically from a collection entitled The Library of Congress, got it right, uh, celebrates the songs of America. Gospel music emerged from the coalescing. I said that word. You heard that, didn't you? Mm-hmm. That was really nice. That was really good. <laughs> Pronounced nice it every syllable. Yes, you did. I ain't going to try it again, though. Of three <laughs> types of musical activity. The hymn based on Negro spirituals, the minimalist solo sung rural gospel tune, and the uninhibited worship style of the Holiness Pentecostal Church. A key figure 
and the man credited as the father of gospel music was Thomas Dorsey from Chicago. He was the son of a Baptist preacher and a prolific blues and jazz composer and pianist. However, from its beginnings, and this was news to me, gospel music challenged the existing church establishment and model and was harshly rejected by black religious leaders due to its association with the wildly frowned upon secular musical styles of the era, such as ragtime, blues, and jazz. Mm -hmm. So here's my civil rights, civil wrong question. Knowing that from its beginnings, gospel was seen as rebellious, right? It was a break in tradition from how we do things, and we don't like change. Mm -hmm. Then when you factor in the impact that like a Kurt Franklin had on the industry years back, when songs like Stomp were being played in the club, and some people took that personally, right? right? What are your thoughts on gospel music today, specifically things like mumble and trap gospel? What are your thoughts on that? Everything got a place, man. I think every, everything has a place. If it's good news, it's good news. Everything has a place. You can't, you know, again, you just said it. I mean, that's what we do as a, as a, as a people, as a race. Right. That's what we do. We get something stuck in our mind. It, they're supposed to be that way, you know. And, and then especially, it's sad to say, you get the people inside the churches that are run them young kids out because they feel like it's supposed to be this way. Right. You know, so um, if you, I don't, man, listen, trap, go-go, uh, gospel, go-go, whatever you want to do, if it's giving God the praise, what's the problem? Right. And that's where everybody should be. If you're serving God, we all got one common goal. That's serving God. Right. So if right. you're serving God, listen, bro, man, if you had a song, man, you know, that, that monkeys play with you behind you, and, and it was serving God, it's about God. Right. I mean, what? who am I to say, come on, man, listen, his heart is right. Yeah, man, listen, right. he got some monkeys playing drums, and, right. and they're playing work with him, but it's about God. So I just think that if it's serving God, man, let it be, man. Just let, you know, do what you do, you know, because we're giving God all the glory. That's the purpose. I, I think the vehicle almost doesn't matter. It's the message and the mission. It, that's my whole yeah, point. I'm you, with you. You, you, you dog gonna write about that, man. You know, man. Listen, we. It, it's. I feel. I feel for some of these young guys that get out here and do this gospel rap. You know, because they they don't even give them a chance. Sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, they don't even give them a chance. You know, they know that they're doing some rap music or whatever, and they will sit there the whole time. Mm-hmm. And if you listen to the lyrics, the lyrics might be positive, you know? Yep. I mean, they are positive, right, you know right. what I mean? Like, really good lyrics, but because it's rap, you got these people who are gonna sit there and frown on you, but then at the same time, some of those same people don't even support the gospel. Right. You know what I mean? So, I think it's just people try- wanting to be negative, you know? But like he said, everybody got, everybody has a place, and it's, it's so many different um, avenues in gospel music, you know? Like, they used to talk about the miming. I heard people mm-hmm. frown upon that, you oh, know? The praise, yeah, the praise, praise dancing. Praise dancing, yep. you know? Kirk Franklin, um, Kirk Franklin, he talked to Kirk Franklin years ago, and he told him how hard it was, you know? I know it had How been. hard it was. Now, look at everybody. Look at everybody now. But another thing, Kirk Franklin will come, go to a church, and they'll love it. Let the average guy go in there and do the same thing he did. And they're going right. to look at him. They're going to say, man, that guy going to hell or something like <laughs> yep. that. Yeah. You know, and right. we've been there before, you know. We did. We put about four bars of uh, a Michael Jackson song in our in, in our set. Right. Man, these people, man, they awesome. start sitting down. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, they was, it was obvious, you know. It was, and I'm like, okay, did you, 
hear what he said. Hear anything Did I just he, said to you. <laughs> like, and, and what he said was, you remember back when God fed all those people with two fish and five loaves of bread? He was talking about, we was reading the Bible basically, but mm -hmm. they were sitting down because they heard that Michael Jackson music. You know, but at the same time, they don't want you to come in church. If you come in church... <laughs> It's like, you remember that? You know? Y'all remember that? Remember the time. Right. You know what I mean? Hey, but that was like, Vince again. Yeah. You know, but it, yeah, sing it, sing it, Vince. You know? <laughs> and and it, it just it's not fair. And like I, I don't think that you should have to tone down or water down your skill, you know? Right. To try to keep from offending somebody, you know? I mean, if you've been real good singing, doing secular music, why are you gonna come over here to gospel music and only want to play hymns, you know? Right. You don't want to give me no, like, ragtime, he's talking about that. Like, that, you know, they're talking about that during the Ray Charles time, you know? Yep. Mm -hmm. I don't know what the difference is now. And I don't, I, I mean, when you look at a whole, a lot of other guys playing years ago in gospel, I, I don't know what the difference was, you know? But they said he was playing gospel music or secular music in the church or gospel music in the club. Now, which one was it, you know? Right. They said it was both. You know, why couldn't it just be good music? That's right. Good music, good message. Let's get some benefit. That's I right. firmly believe that people with the problem are the best people at finding and creating problems. Yeah. Right. That's, That's the somebody, somebody. <laughs> <laughs> somebody, somebody. I'm trying to tell you. Now, know what that means, don't y'all? Find a problem. You know what somebody, somebody is? I was, was showing the ass. Somebody, somebody is people that, that who will tell you right now to your face. God already told me I got my seat. Like, you say what? Right. <laughs> he already showed me my seat in heaven. <laughs> he be like, he ain't. Come on, man. Sound like the Pharisees, right? That's a, <laughs> God already showed. So that's a Sunday, Sunday. Somebody to know. Listen, they're gonna they're gonna be negative about every other Christian. They, I got my seat in heaven. They're gonna be at church on time every Sunday, sitting in one seat, and let the young person that don't know that they ain't supposed to sit there. She gonna run them out of that church. He or she gonna run that person out of that church. You can't be sitting in my seat. That's my seat. I paid for that seat. I you like. That's <laughs> Sunday, the Sunday, and left for Christ outside. Hey, man, right. listen. Right. That's Sunday, Sunday. Right. 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 Like, I like Anybody that. ever say that to y'all, you know what that means. Sunday, I got it now. Sunday, Sunday. I hadn't heard that one before. <laughs> All right, well, even though it feels like we already there, y'all ready to move into, like, our main interview portion? Let's, Let's go, go, man. Let's go, man. Hey, man, you said we going to have a good time, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah. this, we get to, to having a good time. Right. Hey, man, this is our first podcast. Just so is it really? Yeah. I'm glad you chose Wild Black for that. I, I don't even know if y'all knew this was a podcast. Yeah, I, I, I did know that. I'm figuring it out. I'm having a good time, man. Right. That's it. Right. That's you know, it. You don't know what's in the foods. You just know it's good. Mm -hmm. Hey. And I, I might get sick later, but I'm gonna enjoy it in that moment. Cause Thanksgiving, I don't eat like that every day. I paid for a Friday, but the show was good. Oh yeah, wow. yeah. <laughs> All right. So first question I really want to ask is, where did the name come from? Okay. I know you probably get that one a lot. Yeah, yeah, we do, and I can answer that. Let them um, know we on podcast. Uh, back in the day, I'll make it make it quick as possible. Oh, back in the day, we was. Part of this uh, this thing called a basement with Devontae. Devontae Swing from Jodeci. Right. Had this thing called a basement. And it was like us, uh, Missy. Ooh, good, yeah. Yeah. That, Missy, was, that was Buttons. It's Missy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Missy Elliott. And she, had, she had a group called Sister. I remember Sister. Timberland. Um, Genuine, which was his, his Elgin. His name was Tornado back in the day. And then, uh, and then it was us, 1-800. And he named us 1-800 from those 
nasty 1-800 numbers back in the day. Remember uh-huh. the 1-800 sex right. or whatever. So that was our name. I hated our name. Um, <laughs> um, so so we was on tour for a while. All we did was open up for Joe to see them. So we uh, we did a Coca-Cola tour, KFC and all that stuff. Right. But this this one right here was a Coca-Cola tour. And we, it was just crazy, man. I mean, being on the road with them is like, I mean, they're good guys. they church boys just like us. Right. And all we did is after concerts, we would sing commission songs, you know, stuff like that, you mm-hmm. know. Um, but it, it sometimes it got wild. Right. You know, the girls like, coming, uh, you, you know. You mentioned, you mentioned commission was it uh, Cry On, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Cry On, God. An- oh, we used to jam like, all night, man. Oh, I love Cry On. Tears So Sweet. Tears So Sweet, Running Back to You. And we would sing you songs like me. that. <laughs> We would sing songs like that all, every night. You know, Devontae get on the piano, you know, and we'd sing. Anyway, so we decided, man, you know, as we were going through the tour, all we did was just minister to people. Right. And we would minister to one another. Like, Missy is a really great gospel singer. You know, a lot of them, is they love the Lord, you know. Right. Um, and so we would, people would come and we minister to them, minister to them if they wasn't already high. Because after they high, I don't know what we could do with them. <laughs> But some of them, some of them came not high. And we was able to talk to them, and then so I just we decided, man, we man, when we get close to home, which was we, we was supposed to be, we was headed to Indiana, and um, I said after the show, um, we we wouldn't have to go back for two weeks, and so we get to go home anyway, and right. then we would finish back up with them in Jersey. We went to Indiana that night. We were headed home. The morning woke up, and I told them. They were sitting in front of me. I said, man, we get back, man. I said, I, I ain't going back out, man. You know, I'm, I'm done. I'm going to sing gospel, man. I want to sing for the Lord with all my heart, all I got, man. And, and so they was like, let's do it. I was like, for real? I ain't that think they, easy? I didn't think they was going to roll with me. I was like, really? <laughs> so it was like, yeah, man. You know, and we make good money, you know. And I was just like, man, I just don't want to do this no more. I really want to, you know, I, that's where my heart is at, you know. And so... I've been, I, I just laid back and I thought about it some more. Then Todd, my brother asked me, hey, man, so what would we call ourselves? You know, we don't want no funny names, you know, like, the, you know, I don't I won't say nobody's name. And it'd be right, there. I, I you know? right. we, we keep it nameless. So, no so, corny names. So, so, yeah, we didn't want no corny names. So um, I was like, I don't know. And I, when I said, I don't know, I looked at the, at the sign and it said exit um, half mile to exit 2B or something like that. It's like 2B, which I think it was 2B. And I said, that's that's our name, man. And so I looked out the window and said, exit, exit, I mean, exit half B. mile to 2B? <laughs> I said, no, man, half mile home, because our exit was 2B. Ah, um, I got you. And, and I said, no, half mile home. Felt so refreshing. Yeah. And so we was like, we was like, that's it. And then we, we got off there, and we took all our bags. Well, normally we leave them, because in the belly of the bus, you, right. know, you leave something. Like, we had chests. We took our chests. Normally, you just take your bag, what you're going to wear, and then you leave your chest on there because everybody had a chest. We took our chest. We took our bag. That was it. And, and that says a lot wow. about the clarity of purpose you all had to make yeah. that decision yeah. in that moment yeah. collectively. I remember sliding my chest saying, shh, last time I heard that slide off the bottom of the bus, shh. And it said, Poof. And I was like, that's it. I was like, I'm free. I'm never going back again. And from then, how long did it take before you guys got into the studio? I know you have a list of questions. You're good. Right. Keep going. But, Keep rolling. Uh, you good. Yeah. Okay. So, so at that time, I think we did a little stint with Babyface. Okay. Um, and so we was doing some stuff out there. And then um, this was stuff that was coming as when we were trying to do the gospel. So stuff like Babyface. And then we did some stuff with 
Raphael, um, Raphael, Raphael, Raphael. Uh-huh. So again, we're trying to go there, but it's just pulling us, you know. Right, we, right. You know, we like, no, we won't do this. And then we get these calls where these people are like, man, come on, man, come on. So and then they would see us, like we would see KC or JoJo. JoJo and KC was cool, but Devontae mm-hmm. was like, you know. And so we would see him <laughs> on the road, you know, like, you know. And uh, so it was weird at first, but that was the first year. After that year was over, that's when we got in the studio. And we went in there with our own finances and we took our own money and went to the studio and we started creating songs and we felt good. We was happy. And then we even got some of our friends like that we were out there. We got Woody from Drew Hill. He helped us on our first album, you know. Um, nice. We had all kinds of people. Bushwick Bill. Yeah, Bushwick Bill. You know, from Ghetto Boys. Yeah. Right. And so some, a lot of our friends that we knew out there that we just like, hey, man, just come to. Some of them lying, say they come, but they don't come. Because <laughs> everybody's used to them taking care of them. So if I say, hey, man, come and do this album. He's like, man, I got you. Then you wait. You going to send me a ticket? You're like, no, man, we cool. I would have came and, you know. but whatever. So we finished the album. Then we signed to Malico which was different because we, we used to sign in a deal and they give you a, a whole bunch of money. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, first deal we got, we got $150,000, you know, which not a lot of money, but it was a, a significant amount of money. You can go right. buy right. something. We signed with Malico. I think it was like maybe $2,500 a piece. Wow. <laughs> we was That's like, different. Different we world. was like, yeah, this is gospel. You know? <laughs> yeah. You know, so at that point we realized if you're doing it for money, man, you need to stop. Right. It was just that simple. And so at that point, man, we just pulled up our boots and said, hey, man, we're going to do this thing for the Lord. And so we've been traveling ever since, man. We've been rolling ever since, man. And some days it's been good. And and then some days it ain't not so good, but it's never been bad. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. it makes me think, like, I, I got tons of questions. Yeah. We, we might get to some of them, but I, I want to ask this. So in that journey, right, you, yeah, yeah. you broke from where you were went down the path of gospel and started yeah. building there. Yeah. How did the how did the appliance stores fold into that? Um the appliance stores and I'll say it I'm from I'm sure my brother piggyback on that. Appliance stores came when things start getting a little tough. Right. And God God is always on our side. He, he you know we've always trusted him. And so things getting tough. We're getting on the road. We're getting beat up by these mm-hmm. these ganky promoters, you know. Uh, and real quick for the listeners how many stores do you all own now? We got seven stores. So seven appliance seven stores, stores, appliance stores the, the largest in the area, right? Yeah, largest, man. God is so good, That's man. beautiful. I just wanted to make sure we got that out. Yeah, 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 man. Yeah, man. Um, you know, I don't say too much. My brother, he, he's really big on that, really getting a name, branding it. Me, I'm really the quiet guy on it because I just experienced where the more I brand, the more I got to hook up people. Right. So I really don't say too much <laughs> about I need it. A <laughs> you know, hey, you know, I got a call all the time. Hey, listen, my daughter need a refrigerator and stove. And all of a sudden, it's 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 almost like you know she, it's not she gonna buy one. She won it at a raffle that I knew nothing about. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. And so now it's a hookup. Right. You know, yep. our people want to hook up all the time. Yep. Um, and I have to take care of my kids. You right. know, um, God provides for me, so I can provide for them. Listeners, go support black business legitimately, yes. mm, please. Yes, we, sure. we hit you with that message all the time. Go yeah. do, go do yeah. your job. Well, you have to mention the name of the, uh, the store. Hey, Next to New Appliance. Yeah, Next to New Appliance. Ty was ready on that one. Yeah, Next to New Appliance. Yeah, yeah. Because of our success, what we had, we had a publishing deal. Right. Um, to BMI. They called us up. Hey, man. It, it was sending us letters. And we just kept saying, we don't know y'all. Put the letters right. aside. Mm-hmm. Send us more letters. They're like, we don't know these people. We don't know these people. And so it was another company representing who BMI was. And it was like, yo, man, we would like to work with you on your 
on your, your writing and all this stuff. So we finally called them and said, yeah, I'm so glad you called. We've been sending... Man, they gave us this big check. Mm-hmm. We like, oh my God. I love publishing. So, 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 so we sit there, so we sit there with this big check and we like, ain't no telling when we're gonna get some more money. The way we doing it, these people ain't paying us. So we prayed. Right. And me and my brother just said, we gotta do something. We gotta do something with this money. We can't spend it. We just can't go pay bills. That ain't good enough. Right. Just to pay our bills and then go buy it. Some clothes, whatever, take care of our families. We'll right they got it. We got to make position. it. We'll be back in the same situation, waiting for another somebody to call us to tell us they got a big check. That ain't gonna happen again. And so, first thing I think we said we were gonna do chicken. We said, man, what we gonna do is chicken. We gonna we gonna sell chicken. Uh, um, it chicken didn't even didn't even. It, we just figured that, that that wasn't gonna be it. That wasn't gonna be it. Right. And then we said, I worked out a deal with somebody who was selling fruit, and it was like three days. Three days expired. So we could get fruit for a penny. So it'd be like a, normally you spend like, so say a 50 pound, 50 pound bag of potatoes was normally like $6.99 a store. I don't know, maybe $10. Right. Anyway, we could have got them 50 cents for 50 pound. So on a penny, on a penny, but it expired in three days. So we said, man, we'll get that. We'll sell this fruit. We go, we, we thinking, man, man, we we gonna sell all this fruit, man. <laughs> and vegetables, man, we gonna lose. My brother came out the blue, met, seen a guy. God sent this man to my brother. My brother was, I don't know where he was at. Next thing you know, he, he talked to me. He said, man, something about some appliances. We knew nothing about appliances. Didn't know how to fix them. Literally didn't. Do you understand? When, listen, I'll tell you. My brother said, I got it, T. And God is amazing. We hadn't spent none of this money yet. But our wives was like, hey, we need that money. What are you doing with that money? We got to pay these bills. Would you stop playing. And we like Total this. off that oh, check. We don't <clears> trust <throat> in God on this. You know, and our wives was like, you're going to trust in these lights being turned off. And I was like, I said, just, just chill out. And so we got the check. And um, and so we, we didn't cash the check finally because we knew if we cashed it, then that was it. Ben. So we waited to cash check. When we cashed the check. We went, his guy's older man, he probably was in the 80s, took us up to Best Buy, sit down with the people. We worked the deal out. Small deal. Wasn't enough for both of our stores. So it was just his store for the first year. And so I'm investing in his store. So he's getting 80%. I'm getting 20%. But I'm 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 barely eating off my money till we know what it is. The following year, I opened up my store. Now we got two stores. I remember when I first served my first wash machine and dryer, I sold a lady two dryers because I didn't know what a wash machine and dryer was. I didn't. She said, "Excuse me, which one washes the clothes?" I went over to her house and I said, mm. "Wow, <laughs> I have an issue here." You know, and so my brother was like, man, you charge this lady $800 for two dryers. What are you doing? <laughs> and he was like, you can't do that, man. You got to bring them prices down because the less they pay, the less they're going to stress over something happening. <laughs> so I never understood it. He taught me that. My little brother taught me, you charge my $800, something happened, they are going off. I don't care what color it is. That's $800 right. will make you snap. That's you right. know, But if you pay $400, you like, ah, man, work with me here. Right. You know, and so... I had to learn that. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. once we start getting the two stores up and running, piggybacking off one another, um, it, it 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 got so busy to whereas we couldn't hold the work. So we opened up another store. And then that got so busy that we opened another store. Then we start opening two stores at a time. And then we got up to seven stores and I was easy to maintain. We had to open up two more stores after five because we just had too many employees at one store. They start standing around. Mm. And we said, man, we paying you. You ain't doing nothing. Right. Well, I mean, you ain't nothing to do. You can't send me home. That's your fault. You know, it's one of those type of things. So God is just good, man. And, no, that's awesome. And now we, now we, we employ 32 people. 
Amen. And the way I look at it, it's 32 families, man. Right. God has blessed right. us to be a part of. And I'm so, I'm so grateful, man. I thank God every day. So I have a question for you. Yeah. How do you keep your Jesus of God working with your employees? Because I'm sure... Oh, man. So you, you hire Ooh. some people that probably want to test you and take you over. 90% of our employees probably on, have been on drugs or probably still on drugs. And, and I believe God sent them to us so we can minister to them. Okay. And that's what we do. They they, they all go to church every now and again. Okay. Um, we do give incentives if you do go to church. Okay. You know, um, so that's we'll take beautiful. you out to eat. We, we add a little bit to your check. We pay them on Mondays because if we pay them on Friday, they may not come back on Monday because they'd be so high they won't make it on Monday. Wow. So we make you come and work the full day. So now you feel like, I, I got to I gotta stay here. I got to work hard. So we give you that, mm-hmm. you know, um, because we've had an instance, man, we paid them in and some of them found no shows. And, and some of them in the back of people's houses laid mm-hmm. out. So God's the reason you receive them and God is the reason you keep them. That's right. And I so we that. keep them. We, we work hard with them. Right. Um, and it's funny, man, because people love it because and sometimes when they get a check, that, that's it. That's, all they, they wanted was the one check. Um, but then again, we have these people that are on drugs. And so there's, there's really no big difference. At the end of the day, I think um, God blesses with this more than just finances. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm looking at this. I'm, I've, I've, I've been in business for 11, 12 years, and I've seen kids grow up now. You know, they're in junior high school, and I'm, and I'm looking at what God has given me and my brother is paying for bills, paying for new apartments, paying for kids to go to school and buying cars, you know. Um, we, we, we've tried to do everything we could possibly to help the people get their license back, um, just um, open up a bank account. Some of these people never had a bank account. Mm. Um, so they look at us more than just their bosses. You know, we're family. So going back really quick to that early conversation, I don't think we were speaking on the mic. No, no. But that's exactly what I was saying about the church. Mm-hmm. You guys are doing exactly what I was saying, like mm-hmm. to actually put people, bring people that may not be able to get a job with anyone else. Yeah. And you're watching and helping them build oh, yeah. their families. Oh, yeah. And so it's not just you giving them a message oh, yeah. and saying, be on your way and go oh, figure yeah. it out. But you're also teaching them. And oh, that's yeah. amazing. And that's what I would expect more from yeah, yeah, yeah. the church. We, we got people that, are, that work for me, um, me and my brother, and they will tell their family members that are in prison. When they get out, you got a job. Mm. I That's know beautiful. T and T. I know their burdens will give you a job. And nine times ten, we do. Mm-hmm. It's, it's dangerous sometimes because you know we, we got to be really careful because these people are going to people's house delivering furniture, so they go in there and rob them and things like that. Um, so we're real mindful of that. So mm-hmm. we have people that that work with them. Um, but a lot of times we just we just don't have those problems, man. I think if you show people that you're not looking at their past and you won't judge them, you know, because that's something we don't talk about. We don't talk about. Oh man, use in prison. We don't talk about those things. Right. We talk about what's ahead. What can we do to advance you? You know. And so when they they, they like to tell us because they feel ashamed. Man, I wasn't. You know. They like to bring up their downfalls. But we tell them all the time. Hey man, you got a second chance. You're making money today. Right. You know. And I love you know when it's time for payday. You know. And I'll ask them, man, what's the plan, man? What, what are you gonna do? And then some of them say, man, I'm gonna get drunk. <laughs> I'm going to be real with you, right. <laughs> you know. Right. I mean, some of them tell me, man, I'm going to get high. Right. And I say, man, you know, you're going to have to stop that after a while. And so, so I, I just I just thank God that the place that God has given us that opportunity, um, that it's more than just finances. And I've, I've seen mm-hmm. the change in people's lives, man, outside of the finances. And, man, I, I'm, I'm just blessed to be a part of that. While we're talking about that, Deacon here, which he's not going to say anything, him and his father, they own a... Uh, a lot, small small engine repair mm-hmm. um, where they fix lawnmowers and 
I mean, uh, weed whackers, they do right. all of that stuff. You go up there, man, it's <laughs> millions of them. I don't even see how they even get to them. <laughs> you know, I, I sit there and I look. Like, Hard work, how, how, do you, how do you know which one to fix first? You know, so, and, and him and his dad have been in business for years. I, I just love the fact that we're having this conversation about black entrepreneurship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Multiple streams of revenue, which yeah, I think so right. many of us need. Yeah. And, and yeah. the bigger one is the fact that what I'm hearing you all say is there's a personal responsibility that each of you feel yeah. right. to building your community. Yeah. Man. So yeah. what, what, what that takes me is when you overlay gospel music on there, what do you think gospel music's responsibility is to our community nowadays? Good news. Right. Exactly what I was going to say, man, all day. Enlightening. You know, just good news. That's what gospel, I mean, at the end of the day, gospel speaks for itself. Right. Good news. Do you think it has to speak to good news in general or the specificity around what's happening to people? Like, you mentioned earlier the social injustice and things like that. Does it do both or? Oh, because God is well-rounded. He is the world. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So. When you talk about gospel, anytime when you relate gospel, you're talking about God. You know what I'm saying? The gospel, it comes from heaven above. You know, it didn't start here. Like I said before, started with David <laughs> playing the good stuff for God. You know, so, you know, gospel, it's just good news, right. period. You know, I hate the way that uh, it's being betrayed right now, you know, down here on earth, uh, you know, the way people has... Uh, <clears throat> Turn it around, because now when you say gospel, most people have a deaf ear because of what they've seen either on TV about gospel, about the black church. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and I was I was talking about that earlier today in our other interview about asked the young lady, did she know anything about Greenleaf? I know y'all know about it, mm-hmm. absolutely. And how how people have been on the internet talking about they think it's pretty bad that Greenleaf is uh, uh, showing people white people. Mm-hmm. Um, how the black churches ran and how it can be behind the scenes. Um, I think, I don't think it's a bad thing to know truth because guess what? If you, if you really want to get down to the nitty gritty, we have, we do have things that, that it's the truth though. It is what That's it right. is. God is transparent with us. So let's be transparent. Um, <clears throat> if you wanted to speak about transparency and you want to look at the Catholic churches, Right. Look at what happens behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. So you can't you can't say that. Listen, and we still love them the same. You know, people was on Facebook talking, man, I don't like how they're making the black church look. Oh, man, sh- shut up. Right. Because at the end of the day, not nobody's perfect but God. You know. So I I just don't think again we shouldn't judge. You know, um, because of what happens inside of the black churches. You know, because again, like I just said, in our religions, there's something. Right. You know, I just think right. it, it presents an opportunity to look at something that you don't like and be part of the change. Right. 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 Don't just talk about right. it. Go make it better. <laughs> if you care, like if you care enough to have an opinion, then you should care enough to have action. Yeah, but to go do something about it. These people know that that's, they know this stuff goes on. You know what I mean? Exactly. They know it, but, right. but they also wanna... like to hide it. You're right. They mm-hmm. won't say nothing. You know what I mean? And right. they will get you for saying something about it. You know exactly. what I mean? Goodness gracious, mm-hmm. man. Like, I mean, like I said, I only heard about the show. You know what I mean? But <laughs> right. I, I mean, I'm, I'm being honest. Right. I heard about it, but 
it sounds like a lot of churches, you know? Yeah. Right. I'm just being honest, you know And then so. on the flip side of it, it is a TV show. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, ha- it also has gotta to... Have drama. ...has the drama right. and heighten it up because right. it is a TV show. Oh, no. But, but also... No, no, but also, I'm very, I've come from a church, so I'm very clear you know. watching yeah. some, of the, some of the things, uh, the storylines. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm like, mm-hmm. When I that, saw it, I mean, when I watched it, I was like, golly, they nailed that. Right, yes. <laughs> No, I'm serious. I'm yes. like, man, they nailed that, yeah. man. That's, I mean. So that right now, I'm just looking at good I acting. Mean, <laughs> that's, that's, you know, that's crazy, man. You can't, man. Churches be messed up a lot, man, and you ain't allowed to say nothing about yeah, exactly. it, man. Exactly. I, I agree. Man, like we got it. Like I'm, I'm sure we all could go in right now, but we, we can't mm-hmm. say it. You know, mm-hmm. I'll say it. I'm saying it. I mean, but I'm saying though, I'm even saying. what we say now, we filtering because you know, well, because well, we know I, the, the re- response from people. Well, I say it all the time. I, I can care less um, that there's not a church that have that has a heaven and hell to put me in mm-hmm. um or a pastor love um, that so love that. so so at the end of the day I I say this to people all the time you'll find a better christian a more true christian at a bar with a Michelob mm. um and a cigarette in his hand and will tell you about the love of Jesus will show you the love of Jesus Christ mm-hmm. and, and if he see you hungry he'll feed you if he see that you're you're lost he'll point you in the right direction He'll tell you just how good God is and tell you, hey, man, listen, read this, you know, and say the sinner's prayer with you. We'll tell you the sinner's prayer and, 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 and know he going to heaven. And then you go to a black church. You'll walk in with the ushers looking mean at you. Mm-hmm. Everybody judging you. You got the first lady in her clique looking at you like, who are you coming mm-hmm. up in our, our clique, our, our country club, mm-hmm. you know, making me feel bad. Then after church, you go to Church of Chicken, there'd be a lady sitting there um, with, a, with a hat so beautiful, got a pretty dress on, got a 10-piece, and will shoot you if you ask for one of her pieces of chicken. <laughs> but she a Christian, though. Right, yeah. And she mm-hmm. done told you. And she ain't missed church hey, in listen, three years. And, and right. won't, give you, won't give you a piece of chicken? Man, well, what? But they call that a Christian. They call mm-hmm. that love. I tell that all the time. Some, man, if you're looking for love, if you're looking for good Christian people, if you're looking for the way, sometime, man, you ain't going to find it in the church. That's because right. the church is a hospital. You just got some people there right. sick, don't know they sick. Mm-hmm. Say it again. Still enough, right. The church is a hospital, and you got people there in the church sick, but don't know they sick. So they just keep coming time and time out again, and all they're doing is just in the waiting room. Ain't never going back there to bring them germs. What it is. They just in the waiting <laughs> like room the whole time. Real. Whole time. Ain't never gonna get it fixed. Cause I go to I go to church. Love, I love church. That is that is Sunday morning is the best thing that ever happened to me. I love Sunday morning. I love worship. I worship all the time. My wife and kids will tell you. I, I close, I close my, my bathroom door and I, I worship. That's my personal time. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I do it. Um, at my store, I have tears crying. My customer come in, I just say, "Yeah, yeah, but I don't know what they do. We got to clean the ducks up in here." <laughs> was, uh, you know, excuse me, how can I help you? <laughs> um, because I love worship. Um, but I will tell you, I see it. I see it in our church all the time. I see it. You know the hate um, um, that they have for one another mm-hmm. in our church. Man, it's it's just crazy, man. We got it. Well, here's a question on mm-hmm. that. Then. What do you? How do we fix it? I think I think we fix it. I think it starts from the pastor. Mm. I think it starts from the pastor. Um, it, it, it starts. Right. I think it starts from the pastor. Um, the pastor got to show love and compassion, and not so so much attention 
to the amount on his check that he gets on Sunday. Mm. Um, and you really got to show some real love. Mm-hmm. Um, um, when you're a pastor, I don't think you need multiple pastors to go see the people that have sown so much into, I would say, the church, but to your check. Mm-hmm. Let's just be real. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when you show love, um, uh, I think it, it falls down. The reason why people show love in my house, because they had to start from the husband, daddy, me. Mm-hmm. See, I had to show love. I had to show myself weak um, to love show myself weak to your concerns mm. um, and not so much to be so hard and say, shut up. You right. know, you do this, you do that. So I had to show my wife compassion, show my kids compassion and sometimes be staying, you know, I could, I could stand correct if my wife say something that I, that, that I may have done wrong or I may say wrong or, and my daughters, they say, daddy, that wasn't right. I need to be able to say I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And then after that, it goes to the first lady. I don't know about you, but I think almost I, I, I know there's some sweet ladies, but some of these first ladies, man, just ain't right. Yeah. See, God called him. He just didn't call her. And I think, I think, when, I I think when you when you're married, you need to, you both need to be called. Right. See what I'm saying? Yeah. I right. mean, you 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 going into you going into a basketball game with just two centers, and 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 you need a whole team. You know, you need a, <laughs> a, you need a point guard. It. You need you need a forward. You need and and the thing is, is that you know. Uh, some of these pastors are getting called. They're going to church. Then they got these ladies who have no desire to be a first lady. That is the or nectar of they want to be the first lady as far as looking aesthetics, but they, they don't really, that. they don't want the, the mm-hmm. responsibility they want of, the they, want, they want the status, they want, right? I want you to treat me a certain right. way, but they have no compassion. You know, they're not willing to share their husband with the, the flock. They're not willing to share his time. You got to understand, when you have a, a husband that's a pastor, that is his life. Yeah. That's right. That's his life. And if you don't like it, you need to go with them. When somebody's sick in the middle of the night, you need to get up, unroll that hair, take that bonnet off. That's, That's right, another thing. I hate scarf bonnet. Off. I can't stand that in grocery stores. When they were, I wish there was a topic and if you do, call me back because I want to talk about that. We got you covered. <laughs> go ahead. I'm sorry. We got you covered. <laughs> All right. Well, we're, we're, we're getting toward the end. I want to get a couple more questions in here. And we, we talked earlier about the fact that country music may make you cry, but yeah. gospel music takes you on a journey, right? yeah. yeah. So, and I think journeys always have some some inspiration. Yeah. So, what what was the personal inspiration behind some of your music? What what did you go through? What was the story that told you, or how did you get that letter on your table from God that morning that said, you know what, today I need you to take this message and deliver it to my people. You know, man. Um, I just take the song. Uh, I won't judge. You know, mm-hmm. I was, I've been pretty judgmental. You know what I mean. But uh, I deal with vitiligo, you know. Right. And I'm constantly judged, you know. And even even if I'm not, it seems that way. Right. You know what I mean? And it, it, I don't know. We just create that in our minds, you know, that that person person is watching or he got something to say. Right. But that was like, you know, talking to me like, okay, now you don't want nobody to judge you for your uh for your uh vitiligo. Right. But you've been judging people for and misjudging them, you know, for years, you know. Yeah. Right. It kind of hit home with me, you know what I mean? And I, I really, honestly, it was when I was a child, I, I was a little sensitive about my vitiligo. Right. But not, not as a man. But I've been, man, I was so judgmental, man. People, oh my goodness, man. You know, just, you couldn't do nothing right, you know? But they say hurt people hurt people. Man, yeah. you know? Right. Man, I'm yeah. trying to tell you, man. I, oh my goodness, when it came to anything, church, sports, work, whatever, I got something, I got an opinion about you. Was there a specific moment for you that that you remember thinking, 
I need to change what I'm doing or how I'm doing what I'm doing? Well, uh, I think uh, when I, I talk to a lot of people, actually, when I, I met a lot of people in the Vitiligo community, mm -hmm. and they all had the same story, you know? They, they just felt, they felt like they were being judged, you know, and just nobody understood them. Nobody took the time to, to uh, really um, do research. Right. Mm -hmm. They just had something to say. And, and you know what I mean? And I'm like, man, that's jacked up. How many times did I do that, you know? And, and that, was, that was recently, you know what I mean? I didn't realize I was doing that for so long, man, you know? Right. For real, man. I'm dead. That's, that's I didn't realize it for so long. Right. Like, like, you know, like, um, oh, man, I'm one of the church's biggest critics, you know? Right. I had to, I had to tone it back some, you know what I mean? Because right. just like, you know, people sick, you know? Right. And we all, we all need God, you know? Ain't nobody perfect, you know, other than Jesus Christ, you know what I mean? Every one of us sick, even if we ain't coughing. Right. That's right. <laughs> right, right. Even if we ain't coughing. That's crazy, man. For me, it would probably be... This far. Not not this far. Thinking this of me. Far. Thinking of me. Thinking of me because on Christmas morning, I I, I loved I love smells. I'm a smell person. I love everything smelling good. So I'm mm -hmm. I I'm just, I was boiling some stuff to make my house smell good. And I've been doing it for years. Mm -hmm. And this this particular day was Christmas morning. All the kids opened the presents. I'm videotaping everything. All I cleaned up all the wrapping, all of that stuff. And I go, we're on my way to eat dinner with the family. We're on our way to the family dinner. So the kids are getting dressed. So I'm boiling something. I just purchased this house I, I'm, I was living in. Just, just bought it. I mean, I bought it in um, September. So this is December. So I'm boiling this stuff. I put some fabric softener in there, downy, because I wanted the house to be like downy. I was like, yes, it's beautiful. It's going to smell really good, right. you know. I already had potpourri, but I added downy. Right. Those two things mixed together don't do. Anyway, <laughs> so I, I put there, left it on the Because I was the, just the, about the, to try it. I was yeah, like, Lord. okay, but good to know. So, don't so do that. I went, I went to my bedroom, getting dressed. I said, hey, come on, girls, let's get. We got about an hour. Get dressed, let's go. And all of a sudden, man, I heard, out of the music, because I love playing music, I heard, dee, 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 dee. And I was like, who put that, that in the song? track? That's right. <laughs> And it wasn't even on beat. <laughs> and so I went out to my um, living room, and then I could see where my kitchen was this open area. And I looked. The fire was maybe about six feet high. I, was, I looked. I was like, oh, my God. And I don't, I, I can't call an insurance. I just bought this house. It didn't expect that of me anyway. You know, like, dude, and burnt house. Right. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Lord, have mercy. You know, I just moved to this neighborhood. So right. I really don't want those issues at this point. You know, and I don't want to be like, oh, you know, you know, the black guy moved the neighborhood. You know what that's going to be. I picked the fire up, and I'm running with it. But I got to duck because I got to go up under a thing to go outside. So I'm like, oh, my God, oh, my God. All my kids are screaming, oh, my God. I'm like, just be quiet. I get it outside, get it outside. Open the door, open the door. And the fire's just like, oh, it's going, wow. And, and every, when, I, when, I would, when I was going this way, it was coming towards me. So I got to go backwards now. Because if I go backwards, the fire go that way, and I'm carrying it out. I finally get it outside. I sit it on my, my, my as soon as you walk out, it's a, area right here, and then you got to go down the steps. But I have two big trees here, so the wind is blowing. <laughs> this is crazy. I can't win for nothing. So Neighbors I go, outside. So now I go back. I said, don't worry about it. Wait, wait, wait. I pick it back up. Now, I was safe if I left it outside. I picked it up, went down the steps, and, and I went to go. I said, whoa. Right? And I thought, whatever. The wind blew it oh. back on my body. The liquid. Hot. So now, oh my, my pajamas is all on fire. And I didn't realize it. I didn't even realize it. So I said, I look, I say, look, I, I took care of it. And my wife said, 
screaming. I'm looking like, what's she screaming for? I'm thinking, so I said, what's she screaming for? Oh, I see. I was like, huh, huh. I mean, my feet is on fire. All my legs is on fire. Mm. I got pajamas on. All my chest, my dude, everything, man. You know? And so I grab one of the trees, and I grab a tree, and I just go like this. Shake the fire off me. That's how I could get it off. I'm grabbing the, wow. these pine trees. Finally get the fire off. I'm like, just, you know, I don't feel nothing, right? I said, don't worry about this. It's done. I picked the pot up. It's over. I said, all right. I take the pot, put it in trash. I'm like, whew, that was crazy, man. So my wife is like, my, my daughter is like this. My wife is looking at me. I'm like, don't worry. Everything is fine. Just a little burnt. Clothes is fine. My pajamas, all of this is burnt. My house shoes were burnt. Front of my, all this was burnt. But just the clothes. Right. And so I said, get upstairs. We're not going to mess up Christmas. We're still going to dinner. Just so We're just going to open up the windows a little bit, let it air out. So I'm going over it, opening up the patio doors, open up some windows, whatever. And my wife, I said, go take a shower. Go in there. Everybody take a shower. And she says, you sure? I said, I'm fine. I'm, trust me, I'm fine. We're fine. She's like, it, your stuff is, I'm fine. I don't feel nothing's fine. I go in there once my wife gets out the shower. Now I'm going to go in the shower. I go in there and say, come on, girls, get ready. I take my shirt off. My skin is still in my shirt. Oh, Jesus. I, <laughs> I take my shirt off, and I'm like this. Shoop, and I say it. And I look. Mm. My pajama shirt, and my, all my skin is here. And then I lift this up. My skin is in I look at Ooh. my stuff. It's all red. I pull my, I open up my pants. I ain't take them off. I open up my pants, and all my skin is inside my pants. Mm. And my house shoes. All Ooh. the skin is off my feet. I'm squeamish. So I said, so mind you, I don't feel nothing. Literally. No, I, I had no pain. I literally had no pain. I have no nipples, but I had no pain. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, I had no pain. Literally no pain. Good gracious, man. So I said. He's don't have no nipples. So I said, so I said, I tell you what, I'm going to go to the hospital. Give him a little shot of shot or something. Wrap it up a little something. Yeah, we still I'll be back. Dinner. So she said, I'm going to take you to the hospital. Bed. I said, I can drive. She said, no, let me take you. I don't think you know how serious this is. She looks, she's like, mm. I go to the hospital. And I'm thinking, I said, yeah, I got a little burnt. So she's like this. So she said, where at? <laughs> <laughs> so the lady, she said, screaming. And the lady, she's she trying to, you know, sign me in. She said, no. Oh. So they come out, put me on this little <laughs> bed, roll me in the back, take off. They, now they cutting my stuff off. Mm. These mm. polo pajamas, I paid good money for these <laughs> I should be cutting these pajamas. You, you might know, have been burnt, but you're still black. These yeah. polo pajamas. Hold right. on. I paid so. And so they ripped I can grow skin. Save these pajamas. Like, they like, they, I mean, they start going. Right. Tit, tit, tit. I'm like, on that side, I can't even sew that back that way. You know? And so they went and did that. And next thing you know, man, I'm, I'm not at this hospital no more. I am at a burn unit. And so now I'm wrapped up, band-aid up all the way to the... I have... Only thing you see is the tip of my fingers. You don't even see my feet. And so I begged the doctor. I said, I promise you, if you let me just go home today, wrap me up as best you can. But it's Christmas, sir. I cannot stay here for Christmas. You have to let me go with my family on Christmas, please. So I go to my family's house. And so I'm sitting there. I'm like, this is in the family's house. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> I'm looking at my brother. Hey. Man, bro. I made it. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> like this. Everybody's standing around me like this. So when I'm the freak show, for Christmas, you know, but then, then I had to turn myself back in, like like we go to jail. But I had to go back to the burn unit on on that that next day. And then I was in there for about seven days. Wow. Yeah. So that's how 
Thinking of Me came. So while I was in there, that's how we wrote Thinking of Me. Because I felt like, man, the song came, to, it was so clear. Because mm-hmm. I was talking about, wow. when I woke this morning, started stretching, yawning. I'm so blessed that you're thinking of me. Mm. You know, and I, that song just, and that, that, so if you ever listen to that song, that's where the song come from. I was in a burn unit when we wrote that song. Thinking of me. I know, now you got to go back and recheck it out. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, thinking of me. With a story like that. That's that's how we came. I'm not going to play it on Christmas. Yeah, don't play it on Christmas. (laughs) So every Christmas now, my wife is like, I forgot, man. I'll never forget Christmas. I mean, that was the biggest thing ever happened to me. So Christmas is always different. And Mm -hmm. and I promised my wife I would never, my wife has never, my wife goes to bed, whatever that. Bed, bath. Yeah, and buy candles now. Right. She never bought candles. But now she's like, I'm buying candles. We're going to make the house look good. Yeah, right. 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 Man. So we spend money on candles now. So what I want to do is, the, the very last thing I want to do is, I love to just turn it over to our guests and give them just a few moments to tell the listeners whatever it is that's on your heart to share with them. Okay. So I'll, I'll be first and I'm going to be brief. Okay. So all you. Uh, trust in God. And second thing, um, trust in God. And, and the last thing I really want to say um, for all y'all listening, um, if you don't do nothing else but just trust, trust in God, God, I'm done. God Amen. bless you. I pray success. I pray that your 2019 is the best 2019 you ever going to have. If you listening to the sound of my voice, just wave your hands and it's already done. God bless you. Amen. Bacon, you want to hit him? You know, I always, yeah. uh, I always encourage everybody, you know, uh, to really have a relationship with God, you know, uh, you know, uh, like we was talking about, you don't have to, whether you don't want to go to church every day or not or every Sunday, you know, it's a lot of stuff goes on, which that's not an excuse for you to not have a relationship with God. So I encourage everyone to get in relationship with God and it will change your life. Todd, what you got, brother? Yeah, and I would say the same. Man, know God, no matter what you do, know God, trust God, you know, and, and you know, I said something. Listen, once you pray unto God, let it be. Listen, faith is the substance of things hoped for and evidence of things not seen. Once you pray and you have that faith and know that God is going to do it, he's going to turn it around for you, just know it. Believe it in your heart. God wants to know, just like a father, just like we are fathers, when our children ask us, are you going to do that for me? You want to know. When I say I got you, I got you. Mm-hmm. I got you. You don't got to keep reminding me, man. Is you gonna have me? Is you gonna do? You gonna do it? Nah. So you know, uh, we just gotta look at it that way. The last thing that I will say is, listen, y'all, please stay connected with a Half Mile Home Instagram, Half Mile Home Facebook, Twitter. It's all Half Mile Home. And um, if you if you can't find it there, you can Google us, Wikipedia, all that type of stuff will come up, man. You can. It's an easy way to get in touch with us. Um, www.halfmilehome, too. We got a website. Uh, that's our central hub for all of for our music. You want to buy music, you want to, you know, listen to our videos. So all that's there online at www.halfmilehome.com. And listeners, it's all in the episode description. So you can go there ahead go. and get all their contact information. Lynn, you got anything you want to add? Well, I, before, I just want, you know, we close out. So mm-hmm. is there, a, I mean, a new song that's dropping or a remix or yeah. an event or a tour? Like, what's we got, what you got lined up for the top of 2019? We got a oh, tour yeah. that, we, uh, Good ad. that we'll be doing um, about I Won't Judge, the first version. Mm-hmm. 
that's dealing with Vitiligo and the second version dealing with the remix uh, that Chubb Rock is on. Oh, uh, nice. Yeah, the remix with Chubb Rock is on, we, 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 we came and we dealt with uh, issues of today. Mm-hmm. The gun violence, the uh, um, political issues, mental illness, all that. We, we, we put everything in one song. Mm-hmm. He rapped about it. We sung about it. We sung about the love. Chubb Rock rapped about the issues of today, current issues. So when does that drop? Or uh, is that you, out now? You got it now. That's what's up. <laughs> Our listeners know that's what's up. You got it right now. And so, like I said, so we got that, and we got a tour coming along with that. That I was on a conference call. This was one of the greatest things that I heard. Uh, Snoop Dogg was going to be visiting twice on this tour that we're doing in 2019. So when I heard that, I was like... That's love. I was like, yeah, right. Right. They're like, well, you know he got the gospel record out. So, uh, yeah, they made that happen. Mm -hmm. Uh, So... That's a good thing that we got. And we also, um, we got the TV show that God blesses with, Grinding for Glory, talking about our personal lives, what we do daily. Mm-hmm. You know, we wake up at 7, 6 o'clock in the morning, go grind to make that money so we can be here. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Busy. Grinding for Man. Glory. And then we, and then we got our, uh, we have a nonprofit organization that God blessed us with. Um, I lost a son last year to, uh, on my birthday. 2008, I lost a son due to gun violence and senseless Sorry crimes. Sorry to hear that. That's terrible. And so, uh, after that, uh, the government approached us, knowing that we was a national recording artist and, and knowing that we had a platform, uh, and we, we came together, and, and so we got this website called The, the Boiling, Boiling Point. Point. He came with the name, um, and it, it simply means that the boiling point is what happens uh, when you're upset, mm-hmm. you want to do something to somebody. And what happens when you make that bad decision? You hit the boiling point. Mm-hmm. And so right now, <clears throat> we we have things in place, 1-800 numbers. We have uh, people that they can call and talk to um, when you feel like you're at that, you're at that point. Let's get things I coming love the fact that y'all give back is really strong. Like, and it came through. It's beautiful. That's amazing. Can't stop. Can't stop. Won't stop. <laughs> The only other thing I, I want to add is, do y'all want to sing anything? Uh, we have come, come this far, my faith. That's all we gonna sing. We gonna get up out here. We about to go. Right. Trust God in His holy you. word. Yeah, yes. That sounded love great. it. That, sounded that was beautiful. that. Yeah. That was See, we know how to sing old stuff too. I love my. Yeah. I checked out the cry on y'all did a couple times. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's one of my favorite joints. Oh, I was yeah. in the bed singing it with the wife last night. I can't sing, but I was trying. <laughs> but we ain't. Never, we just. We never practiced that song either. Just you know. Man, it, it sounded great. Yeah. Thank you, man. We man. Thank, you thank you for having you. us, man. It's all good. I ain't know. I ain't know what to sing. I just said, okay, we'll sing this. Maybe y'all pop. Work. I was hoping y'all pop. <laughs> yeah. Y'all, yeah, but y'all did that like y'all <laughs> they practiced did, it. They did. Nah, yeah. you probably like loved that. About a year ago, huh? we, we did it on that. Bobby Jones. No, oh, well, talking, you got Bobby Jones coming up again, again, don't you? Huh? Mm-hmm. January fourth is that when it? Dropped? No, no, that was a that was a misprint, man. Oh, okay, no, no, Bobby Jones ain't even on no more. No, no, we we he's on Impact now. So we'll be doing that next year. Okay. Um, Impact. I don't know if y'all heard of that. Um, He's not on BT anymore. Right. We'll be at Stellar's, though. Nice. That's nice.
Well, 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 a couple of flea markets will be. You know. <laughs> listen, hey, get it in where you get. It's people at the flea market that need some saving. That's right. That's right. <laughs> listen, this is a different episode. We um we didn't go deep in what's black about it because we're talking gospel music, and I want to take this opportunity just to talk to you all about the power of gospel music in general, the voice that it represents for you, and how it can be a channel for you to find your way back to God. But you can so you can put yourself in a position that God can find you the way you need to be found yourself. So. I know we didn't do our normal and talk about what's black about it, but I wanted to take this opportunity to bring this message to you because I think it's needed. So with that, we out. Peace. Peace. Ah. Peace.